Rishon says the spot fixing mess he is in is because of his friendship with Jiju, one of the key bookmakers arrested by the Delhi police. Shrishan's lawyer says that there is no direct proof against his client. He says there are no call transcripts of Shrishan and bookies. But police sources indicate that Anki Chavan, one of the Rajasthan Royals players arrested in the spot-fixing round, the IPL has broken down while being interrogated and has admitted his mistake. And the third player to be caught, Ajit Chandila, has named two other Rajasthan Royals players who are involved. The BCCI chief has said, if what has happened is true, then greed has taken over. Quite clearly, cricket is in a fix. The cricket board has convened an emergency meeting. But we need to ask the question, is it beyond the BCCI to stop match fixing? You're watching India Decides. I'm Vishnu Shom. Here's your top story. If you, if you if you do any mistake, you should get, you should get punished, and uh, not only that, and uh, even I I know it's, nothing is going to happen something like that to Indian because we uh, Indian players for sure. After those two drives, India's former star Test cricketer Sri Sant talking about the Pakistan spot fixing controversy three years ago. Ironically, Srishant now finds himself in the middle of a spot-fixing scandal. Srishant was questioned at the Delhi Police Special Cell Office today in the presence of the Commissioner of Police. He apparently told the police that it was his links with Jiju Janardhan, a bookie, that has landed him in this mess. His lawyers and family members who came to visit him at the police station say it's unfair to arrest him because there is no direct evidence. He is saying that I never talked to him with regard to this. There is no talk to the bookies and nothing was received. He have no idea about this issue. He is completely innocent. Though in the tapped conversations that Delhi police heard just before the Mohali match, they claim bookies are clearly heard discussing how Srishanth is going to perform in the second over, the signals he is going to give. And later on, on the field, during the match, Srishanth did just that. But it was his fellow cricketers who apparently gave out more details of the conspiracy. Police sources say Ankit Chavan broke down and admitted to his mistake, while Ajit Chandila, sources say, revealed that other Rajasthan Royals cricketers were allegedly involved in match-fixing in the previous season of IPL. Delhi police is also probing leads about a party that was allegedly arranged by a separate group of bookies in April for six other Rajasthan Royals cricketers. But what is now also emerging more clearly is the Dubai underworld link to cricket fixing. While the Delhi police may not go on record about the de-gang link to the case, sources say the call data records of three of the 11 arrested bookies does show that they did make calls to Pakistan and Dubai. For the D-gang, betting is a huge money channel. The syndicate is supervised by Daud Ibrahim's brother Anis Ibrahim and is spread across the Asian and European continents. So how does the syndicate work? Anis Ibrahim is the main handler. He is assisted by Chota Shakil in his operations. Other than Shakil, there are two others, Sunil Dubai and Dr. Karachiwala, both play the role of mediators between Indian bookies and Anis Ibrahim. Sunil Dubai, in turn, has four important contacts who are assigned with the task to manage the Indian bookies. Some of them are in the custody of Delhi police. Though this is just day one of the interrogation, police say interrogation details of the cricketers suggest the entire conspiracy is more murky and may reveal match-fixing or spot-fixing incidents from previous seasons of the IPL as well. With Rashmi Rajput in Mumbai and Tonima Biswas in New Delhi, Anusya Mathur for NDTV.
Joining me to discuss this, the lawyer for Shrishant, who's been interrogated by the Delhi Police, Mr. Deepak Prakash, Pradeep Magazine, Senior uh, Cricket Editor, Dean Jones, Farooq Engineer, and Charu Sharma, the well-known cricket commentator, joins us. Deepak Prakash, let me come to you first. Why do you say that there is not a shred of evidence against your client? This is on the basis of the document and other things. And I am just restricting my comments on this. First thing is, Srishant is innocent. He is not involved in any of these activities. He is have no contact with any of these such people. He has never had any conversation with such people. So there is no evidence against him. He is totally innocent. What about the transcripts that the Delhi police believe that they have? Deepak, the Delhi police haven't released the transcripts against your client, but they say they've got hundreds of hours of recordings and they're absolutely convinced that he was involved. If there is evidence, you will face it in court. Available in court, what they are produced, nothing is produced. Whatever is they are producing, I am not discussing these matters in, in a studio. Uh, our forum is court. If they are producing some evidence, we will fight it out. I can only tell you one thing. Uh, uh, Delhi police cooperating uh, is uh, handling Srishan in a very fair manner. They are giving him respect and all the support also. Uh, after talking to Srishan, I am thankful to Delhi police. They are very much cooperating with Shisham. Uh, uh, he is treating him in a very nice way. I am very happy about that. He, they are respecting his dignity and they are giving all the support to him. We, uh, I advise him to cooperate with uh, this thing, whatever they are asking. He told me nothing I have to say. I have no contacts. I don't know how it has happened. This is the thing. I am not discussing any evidence or other things right now. As far as <coughs> last day what happened, that only I disclosed. Uh, till today they are not produced. But, but Mr. Prakash, I'll, 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 uh, let me ask court. you this because you raised some important points. Firstly, you've met uh, Shrishant obviously. What was he like? I mean, was he, uh, he's, he's been questioned extensively. How many hours did this, did his questioning go on? All these things uh, I cannot disclose. It's a it's a usual because it's all other part of the investigation, and it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a this thing with my client. Fine. So, but can, can you at least tell us things. what was uh, the mood of your I client? Already mentioned that is he completely devastated by what has happened? What is his mood? He was he was he 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 was absolutely fine. He is convinced that I am I am not committed any crime. I am not involved in any offence. He is absolutely okay. He was relaxed. He is, he is never involved in such activities. I told him that we will fight it out. He told me that uh, I never involved these things. He was extremely fine and he is perfectly okay. What about Jiju Janardhan? What about this player? He was known to Shrishant. Apparently, the, the rumor, the, the report suggests... I don't, I don't have any idea about... I don't have any idea about any other people in this case. I know I can, I will respond only through Srisham. Again, Srisham, nothing is there. I don't know about that player. That player maybe happened to my uh, my client's friend. That much is there. But uh, I don't have any comments on Jiju Janadharan because I don't know that client. Uh, he is not my client also. Was he, was he somebody... You, so, so he was a friend, that's been established, we know he was a friend. You mentioned just now that he was a friend as well. But the allegation that Jiju Janardhan had misled Shrishant into doing this, how do you respond to that? 
I am just repeating that all these allegations against Sri Sham, this uh, uh, it is not truth. This is no, there is no truth is there. He is never involved in this thing. He he is not uh, contacted anybody. He have no such business with uh, uh, Jiju also. He never involved. He don't know about the Jiju's dealing also. Whether he is doing some mis wrong thing or not, Sri uh, Sham have no idea about it. In their conversation also, uh, this Jiju is never disclose anything to Sri Shant. That is the information I got. Did Sri Shant speak on the telephone with anybody thought to be a bookie? Never. Never happened. Never happened. There was no conversation between him and anybody suspicious. Never. Never happened. Did he feel that he was being approached by other means, by people who were involved in in uh, in the, in a spot fixing racket, did he have any inkling of this? Did he report any of this to the management of his team? Nobody, nobody approached Sishant. He have no idea about this business. He has never discussed this thing. Also, it was a surprise arrest. He was not aware that for what purpose he is arresting. So, in other words, sir, do you think the Delhi police is just lying? I don't know. It may, it may be a mistake. It may be a mistake. As far as my my client is concerned, it is a mistake. My client is not involved. So your client made a mistake. The Delhi police made a mistake. Everybody has made a mistake. No, and it's a mistake for us to be discussing. I am saying the arrest of arrest of arrest of my client is a mistake. That's what I am telling you. Arrest of my client is a mistake. My client is uh, never did any mistake in this issue. Sir, a mistake where an India test match cricketer is, is accused on the basis of hundreds of hours of transcript and of clear signs of signals where he took a towel, put it into his trouser before that second over. Right? He may not have been a part of that conversation, but the conversation clearly indicates, this is what the police said yesterday, that this was what the signal was going to be. And sure enough, I'm, I'm, that was the I'm, signal. He did it. I'm not... I'm not. I'm not here to discuss all of my defense here. I will. I will. Uh, I will put my defense in the court. So you I have a you, you have you have a defense. Have no base. You have I a defense. Put my all defense in the court. Does Shishant always put his towel? Uh, you know, yes, in, in his towel before. I have a defense. No, I'm asking you this because this must be something that's crossed your I, mind. I, I explained to I. I explained to your media also. I explained to your media also, it's a very casual act. It's a very casual act. 80% of his matches, it is happening. He told me that. It is, uh, it is happening in 80% of, 90% of his matches, it's happening. So he these bookies predicted that he would luck. do this? Keeping this towel is a matter of luck. So the bookies predicted uh, that he would do this? Can? Because they've observed him so carefully, they know all he his casual acts. To bookies. He don't know any bookies. I don't know what is the meaning of this question. Pardon? Can you repeat? Mr. Prakash, I understand that you have I, I understand you have a very, very difficult task at this stage. Uh, and I, I realize I do I'm not sure I can I can sort of uh, get anything else out of you from uh, at this stage. But basically what you're saying is that your client is entirely innocent. This is a big mistake. <coughs> what about the conspiracy angle, sir? Because Dhoni's Dhoni's related uh, sorry, I beg your pardon, Shishan's Relatives have alleged that Dhoni and Harbhajan Singh may have been part of some sort of larger conspiracy. 
So is this uh, the conspiracy that uh, that some are referring I, to? I, 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 I think you are not updated in this issue. <laughs> the same, Please update same me, moment, sir. the next hours, uh, his father was... Uh, uh, his father was explained that it's a mistake from his part. He's never intended that. Or because of that pressure of that moment, he's just mentioned like that. Okay, he has so no complaint. Okay. It was an off-the-cuff remark. We'll take that. I, we we accept that. It was, an, it was an off-the-cuff remark. Is it also true that your client was interrogated by the Commissioner of yes. Delhi Police? Yes. I, I, I think so. It's a police investigation. Who are the officers or top officers? Everybody would have been, would have been interrogated. Sure. I, I don't know anything about it. Which officer? Uh, uh, police officer interrogated. I don't know. Just a legal matter. Uh, when will he be produced in court? Or what, what is the next step? Um, will, would he be our granted bail? Or you hope first, that he would be granted bail at some stage? Sorry? 21st, 21st of this month he will be produced uh, in the court. So uh, his application for bail will be considered at that time. Alright. Charu Sharma, you've heard what Deepak Prakash has to say. Uh, basically saying that Shishant has done nothing wrong. Uh, that this is all a big mistake. Uh, that he, apparently he is fine at the moment. Um, he's calm, I assume. But do you believe on the basis of what you've heard that the evidence against Shishant is substantial? Well, it's all sounding a little bizarre, Vishnu. I mean, what's this comedy hour? I mean, aren't you tired of, aren't your hands hurting trying to get a drop of water out of the stone? Uh, My mind I mean, is hurting, Charu, at this stage. It take an extraordinary amount of stupidity for the Delhi police. <laughs> I can imagine. But I, it would take an extraordinary amount of stupidity by the Delhi police to go arresting somebody of that high a profile if they don't have what they consider absolutely solid proof. Now, I can understand that the lawyer is, 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 is happy to defend his client. I can even understand at this stage, Shrishan saying that, listen, I'm completely innocent. I, I don't know what happened here. Well, the only truth here, mind you, uh, a section of the truth is the fact that Shrishan does tuck a white towel into his uh, trouser band uh, in most of the matches he plays, particularly at night, you know, when there's a little bit of dew and so on and so forth. So there's a bit of truth in that. But, you know, if we are saying, as, as you said earlier, that hundreds of hours of uh, taping Shishant and many other phones are all just non-existent or, or, or wrongly read or, or heard by the police, I mean, that's a little bizarre, isn't it? I just hope that there's some possibility here that Shishant has truly been pushed into this thing which, uh, I mean, for instance, uh, there's, there's, uh, I'd like to ask, where is the money trail? That's something that's been bothering me. I'm not saying that anyone, I'm not condoning anything. I'm not saying anyone's completely guilty. Where is the money trail? Though? Why don't I ask Deepak Prakash uh, that question? Obfuscated here in the Mr. Prakash, state. did Srisanth receive money in cash? Yes. <coughs> he never received any money. He's going to say no. I don't, from where you that I don't know. He's never received any money. He never received any money. Even police have no such case. From where are you getting this case? Even you police have no such Vishnu. case. Oh, that's an important statement. Uh, uh, do you know you want to... Re I don't know how you're going to react to this because there's so much which is coming out over here. But the one point that Charu mentioned, maybe you'd like to, you'd like to talk about that. Srisan actually does go ahead and tuck his towel into his trousers quite frequently. It's not uncommon among cricketers. No, it's not. And, and we're not privy to what the, no. uh, the evidence and etc. what the police have acquired over the time either. But... Um, normally players tuck the towel in the front part of the pants or not actually on, at the not back, on the side. not on the side. Especially the bowling arm. But again, I've seen some casual and random acts from Shrishanth in the past. Who knows what he gets up to?
Farooq? Well, I'd work at keeping gloves, so I never had a chance to tuck any towels <laughs> down. Yeah. But, but I mean, uh, this is a very serious, very serious allegation. You know, I mean, the Delhi police wouldn't just act on, on hearsay. You know, I mean, Srisan's lawyer, I'll tell you what, I'd like to have him on my side because he is, he is obviously for his client and you can't blame him at all there. One doesn't know exactly what happened and one is innocent till he's proved guilty. The Delhi police must have some radical evidence for, for them to go and arrest him you know, early in the morning from, from his friend's house. Um, I don't know. Let's watch the space, I would say. We, you know? we've, we've had Mr. Yeah. KTS Tulsi, the Supreme Court advocate, has actually said on this show yes. that they will not receive bail and they'll get yes. up to a maximum of seven years jail if found guilty. They will not receive bail on the 21st. Uh, let me just uh, uh, ask you this, because what's, what's really, what's really um, interesting at this stage is the news which is now emerging of six other Rajasthan Royals players having been wined and dined, apparently by bookies, separate from Srishad. This, this could be the tip of the iceberg. Look, what we, what's happening right now, it's, it's the police version we are privy to. And uh, as everyone is saying, and I would also tend to agree, why would police arrest India's test cricketer if they do not have evidence. But we are not privy to that evidence. I think the, uh, the key here is not whether he's, he has this towel here or not. The key is whether there is a recorded transcript in which Rishant is telling the bookie that, look, this is how I will indicate or suggest that uh, in this over I will give so many runs, I will have this white towel <coughs> and the number of runs he says he will give minimum. He does that goes on to do that and then there has to be a money trade in the sense that what is the money promised the money is delivered if police i'm sure police should have that evidence otherwise why after all this is not a it's it's such a high profile case where the entire country seems to be up uh, and and wondering what's happening to indian cricket so so to debate this in, in, in a TV studio, we'll have to wait for it. As Farooq is saying, that let's, let's watch the space. But let's see what a, evidence is produced. It is a sort of a high-profile case because he is an Indian test cricketer. So and I doubt that police would go to this extent I, without well, having what I'm evidence. But his lawyer has every right to defend his client. Sure. And uh, if he does, uh, he has to prove it in the court of law that or, or police will have to prove him wrong and the onus is first on police to provide the evidence. Do you know? You're saying in his unconfirmed reports about six other Rajasthan players allegedly... Well, wined and dined. Well, wined and dined. Yeah. Now, Charu and I, and we, we meet some wonderful people through cricket. We do. We don't know what occupation some people are. You know, we meet this guy, let's call him Ravi for his point of example. I don't know his business. Oh, he's a friend of so-and-so. We sit down, we have a meal. That, that doesn't that, say that's that you're though. connected with people. That, that, is, that is evidently now the danger, right? Oh, hey, look. That, uh, so you, know, so you, can have, you can have innocent cricketers, no, right? No, and, no. And, and we love cricket like crazy in this <clears> country, <throat> right? Everybody wants to meet a cricketer, invite a cricketer. But the real danger now appears to be that lurking within all of those good-natured people are those who are criminals. So yeah. every person that Farooq and I and Charu and all that people say, we're going to say, are they, uh, sorry, mate, are you a, are you a bookmaker? I, I see a book. That's the first thing we go ask now. Anyone asked for the dinner? Yeah. I'm going to say, are you a bookmaker? But, 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 but Charu, in fact, <laughs> after all of this, maybe that is the first question that needs to be asked. No, Vishnu, stop. No, Vishnu, you can't go asking people, excuse me, are you a bookie or not? He's going to say no. So, so what? We have dinner and then, and, 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 and worse still. Right, he'll say no, so we don't know where that goes. But go ahead, Chad. Yeah, yeah, no. Vishnu, people come, 
People come and, if I can continue, people come and stand around you, Vishnu. Can we have a photograph? Yes. You know, I mean, do you know, uh, Farooq, you know, I mean, we all know about this. And, you know, you say, well, I suppose so, you take a photograph. I mean, who do you know who this guy is? And, and do you want to say no to everyone or what do you do? And then, of course, the photograph gets published somewhere or the cops pick it up and say, that Charu Sharma was with so-and-so and therefore there's a nexus and a connection. You know, hey, come on. I mean, that's just a little ridiculous. I, I think, Vishnu, we have to be very careful in terms of the media has to be careful not to. Like, there will be, it's a competitive news room. Like, I work for a newspaper. We know that we were wondering what will the other newspapers do. The television is 24-hour so live. Everybody's looking so, for the so what, scam. Yeah, so whatever right? these what sources, whatever is being fed. See, earlier when the news broke that these three cricketers are guilty, all TV channels were running stories that there are many international cricketers who will be named. Correct, because Sean and, Tate right now is actually to, looking at defamation <coughs> cases and slamming so cases against Australian So these were what the stories were running on television channels. When the police commissioner was asked, he said, no, we are not any international cricketer. But, but so Farooq, we need to be careful about these source-based news. Let right. me ask you this, Farooq. Yes. Uh, the BCCI also evidently has a role in ensuring that match-fixing or sport-fixing does. Yes. Yeah, they, they failed in that, right? So the anti-corruption wing of the ICC, anti-corruption wing of the BCCI, I mean, it's all, it was evidently non, non-existent, it seems. Well, hats off to the Delhi police, in this case, who, who sort of took the initiative. And... Um, can cricket boards actually do anything to prevent this? That's oh, what yes. I agree with what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Farooq first and then Dean. Go ahead. Yeah. No, no. Most, most certainly the BCCI can do. And I think they are doing their best. But maybe they're, they're looking at the committee again, you know, the anti-corruption committee. Are they good enough? Have they done the job properly? Because if the police can unearth something. But again, as Srisan's lawyer says, he's completely innocent. And just let's watch the Dean? space. Well, the bottom line is, as Chara and I both agree, and we, we've done a lot of commentary and working at grounds and, and everything, is that they've only got so much powers. They've only got so much powers. Now, I'll tell you straight away for all our viewers, and I'll set it again, that when players are on buses, all their phones are, connect, uh, are collected and put away. They cannot speak to anyone, not even in a dugout, nowhere. In the actual dressing room, there's anti-corruption. Please ring. If you have been approached, there's four or five signs. They're in toilets. They're actually right into the toilet. You can't miss them, mm -hmm. right? So if you need to speak to someone, you can. There's only one person in that room who has a phone, and that's the manager. No one else. No one else is allowed in those rooms or get near them. The anti-corruption people can only do so much. Unless we have other agencies like the police to work in connection with our anti-corruption, which might have happened here, we don't know. It's got to come up within the, um, with, the with this court case, and then we'll find out exactly. But I tell you, they, they've put in every stringent um, measure possible. Measure possible. Yeah. I, I, look, I, what else can the boys do? Well, what, it, it's the yeah, biggest right. cancer in, in our sport. We can't you know, stop it. Charu, I, I just wanted to ask you, because yeah, people have been asking, and uh, a lot of people see that, look, this IPL business, it's a monster, there is too much money, uh, people want even more money, there's corruption, there's the D company, let's just, uh, let's just stop it. So, okay, I mean, this might be an extreme view, but it is a view, how do you react to that? No, it's just... Vishnu, it's just a crazy extremist right-wing, you know, left and whatever view. It's just ridiculous to extrapolate so wildly. But let me just reiterate what Dino's been saying just a little bit, you know. The, you know, there's already too much policing and too much security around the cricketers. I mean, it's stifling. They can barely breathe. And yet it happens. So we've got to realize that it's just a case of individual greed. 
If you, for instance, Vishnu, have a group of friends and you guys meet regularly and you wine and dine and what have you, or maybe they're friends of friends, if one of them comes up and tells you, Vishnu, I'm going to give you 50 lakhs, can you please say that so-and-so is a so-and-so on television and here's the money. Will you say, yeah, I'll take it? You say, no, hang on. I'll eat with you, I'll drink with you, I'll walk with you, but this I'm not doing. So, yes. you know, therein lies the difference between knowing what to do and what not to do. So it boils down to a few rotten eggs. That's what you're saying, Charu. Right? Despite the, the, the presence of all yes, of these mechanisms. Absolutely. Yeah? If people want to be greedy, they will be greedy. That's what you're saying. Yeah. Can I make a point? Pradeep. Uh, absolutely. See, look, and, and look in IPL. See, the problem with the Indian board is... Why not in cricket? Yeah, please. The problem here with IPL is that there is... You know, there are FEMA violation charges against the owners. There yes. is money laundering charges against the owners. There is your ex-chairman who is absconding from the country. His passport has been impounded because there are allegations. There are polices, which is, these are not source-based. The police is investigating him uh, for money laundering. You have the present BCCI chairman who owns a franchisee team. Now, when Mr. Srinivasan speaks on television, in what capacity does he speak? Is he defending the rights of the franchisees? Because obviously the rights of the franchisees in many times will come in conflict with the board's policies. So in what capacity is he speaking? Then the T20 cricket itself, which everyone agrees, is a kind of a format where it is very difficult. It would be easier for any cricketer to indulge in spot fixing because the nature of the game is such. Like, like, like Yorkers become full tosses suddenly in the slog overs and every ball is being hit for a six. So if, if you, no, what I'm saying is that, test match, you know. uh, no, I'm saying is that this is the shortest format at the game is most susceptible yeah. because it's very difficult in a shorter format to, because if, even if you give 25 runs, you, yeah. it's almost it's impossible. Of the game. It's impo so it's impossible to detect. So in a in an atmosphere like that, and you have around ten teams, that means around two hundred and fifty players. Out of those two hundred and fifty players, there must be seventy percent of players who probably are first time introduced to an environment like this, where there are post night parties, where 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 unlike in the domestic cricket match or a test match or a one day match, there is a strict discipline. There is a proper yes. here. It is like a party going on. So why blame? I'm not saying I'm not condoning it. No. So in an atmosphere of like this, the players would be far more susceptible, far more vulnerable. These two young cricketers or two cricketers who who probably will never play a next match, they would have never had any thought of playing for India. So it's easy money, one over sixty lakhs. Yeah. So it is a tournament which lends itself. The way, the way it is conducted, the way also it is yeah. conducted. So when you know that it's a format which is susceptible to this, the, the more the need to be vigilant, more the need to even for the owners, to for the board to be more transparent. To I be just more want to get reactions on what you've said, Farooq. Go ahead and then chat. Well, <clears throat> the thing is that IPL has been a huge success. We're the envy of the world. You know, the whole world looks up to us. How did India make it so successful when England, Australia, West Indies, Sri Lanka have not been as successful as India. So, I mean, um, let's not blame the IPL. I think the IPL has done some very good things for the game, brought in youngsters in the game, given them revenue, you know, for perhaps far too much for them to handle some of them. There are bad apples in every sphere, in every society. So, for the two or three bad apples, let's not just blame the IPL. I think the IPL has been No, what very I'm saying is there. that there is a need for a... Uh, for the board. After all, they are not corporates. You see, the cricket board is not like like the franchisees who are, who are just looking for profits. Yeah. Cricket board's responsibility is to run its cricket and if they feel IPL is doing good, good to their youngsters, they should also 
see the dangers it, sure. it, it, it has. I just want to know, rightly pointed yes. out, in the dressing rooms and in, on the coaches, everywhere there are signs, there are all sorts but, of deterrents. But look, that may not be good enough because if you look at the scale the of what is happening uh, now, see, so many... See, you got to lower your attention. We're worried about the players. Look, if there wasn't any bookmaking, the players wouldn't say yes or no. Mm-hmm. We need to focus our attention more on the bookmakers, which, by the way, is what the Delhi police have done. And so the so-called alleged players that fell out into the web of that, right? Yes. So my point, and I'm thinking outside left field, is that maybe that we should cut a deal with some of these alleged bookmakers and find out and make them work. And make them work for us. And find out, understand how they work, how they get to the players. Where does the money trail go? Professor Dino, ready to do that for us. That's probably double cross. Charu, last uh, last word to you. Maybe react to what Pradeep has to say. That you know, it's not enough to say that uh, the IPL, the way it's been organised, it's it's all safe and secure. It's not. That it's it's huge. Players do remain vulnerable. No amount of of work thus far can take away from the fact that there have been so many allegations of corruption in the IPL for years now. Well, yes, but I mean, it's, it's an imperfect organization, but also we've got to understand, we have the maturity to understand that it's a young organization. I mean, it's only, what, the sixth edition now. So they are tightening up. They are sort of getting in all sorts of laws and rules in place and maybe a little more policing as well. All that's being done. Um, but. But the important point is that we've got to understand that unless the punishments are high everywhere, the deterrents are, are not enough for the players particularly, and as Dino has been saying, the bookies as well. I mean, they have to be punished big time. You've got to put them in the slammer for years and years. What happens ordinarily? In fact, Ed Shrivasan told us that as well. He's got I mean, 25 this, this rupees, well be the end 25 of rupees the and 13 spawns. Yeah, go ahead. You know, what, what is that? Well, I wholeheartedly agree with Charu there. The, punishment, the punishments have got to be rigorous. Jail, if found guilty. And that will be the only deterrent for youngsters or, or any cricketers not to not okay, to go last straight. word to Dino. Go but ahead. The point is that we had three cricketers got caught in uh, Lords recently, went yes. to jail, yes, ridiculed their families, their reputation, credibility, and that hasn't been a, a deterrent enough for these players alleged to go on. Now the point is, should they have harsher penalties? To really understand, should what the should the French because the careers are over, cricket should is the franchises get also get thrown out or not make the, the finals? All those type of questions need to be asked by bigger and smarter people than us. That's the question. So that, who takes action against the franchises? See, in in any other sport, if a team is involved, if the three players are involved, I think there would be punishment for the team also, regardless of the fact that the captain is not involved or the owners are not involved. The very fact that the three matches appeared to be tanked, there was spot fixing. There has to be some action taken against accountability the team of the franchise. sporting yes. pl- teams that's been called for match fixing in other codes of sport, that team has been relegated and thrown out. Everyone. Yeah. In fact, we didn't. Uh, we've run out of time. We didn't end up discussing that. What actually happens to the matches played by the Rajasthan Royals? Some people, the board certainly says. Nen Srinivasan said this to us earlier on that those matches remain. Nothing changes. Let's not be too generalised in our comments about the IPL. But lots of questions do remain. Is it really fair that uh, no action should be taken against the franchise, assuming that these allegations pan out to be the truth? I'd like to thank all of you, gentlemen, very much for joining us. And I'll be joined in just a few moments uh, from now by uh, the uh, president of the BCCI, N. Srinivasan. I'd interviewed him. We'll bring you that interview in a few moments. But the bigger story over here is where does this all lead to? This is the D company at work. This is what the police believe. Because the bookies who were operating in India were low-level bookies. 
and they, there were various links. It is almost like a tree. So let's just bring you a few details which we've been able to get. Now the kingpins of this operation, Anis Ibrahim, Dawood Ibrahim's brother, he uh, oversaw the entire operation, but the actual running of the betting mafia was done by Chota Shakil. But they were not in a position to actually interact with players in India or lower level bookies. That was done by this man Sunil, known as Dubai. He, was, he has a business in Mumbai. A few more details about this man. Sunil Abhyajandani is his name. He's a Mumbai businessman. He manages the betting syndicate in India. He is wanted in several cases of betting. Now there is a lookout notice against him. That was not renewed. The big question mark is that this man allegedly has links in the bureaucracy and in the police, which is why he remains free. Now Sunil Dubai had links with lower level uh, bookies. One was Tikku, a major player in all of this. And one was somebody called Junior Kolkata, Sunil Bagade. And these two were in turn in touch with the people who were directly in touch with the players. Chand, Jiju and Mandal. These are people who have been arrested. These are people who were in touch with Ankit Chavan, Shrishant and Ajit Chandila. So that's how this tree actually worked. Very, very complicated. But that's exactly how it worked. At least that's what the police at this stage believe. Well, the key person in all of this is the president of the BCCI N. Srinivasan. As far as the Cricket Board of India is concerned, what will they do next? Evidently, their anti-corruption bureau has not been successful in stopping spot fixing or match fixing. Call it what you want. I spoke to Mr. Srinivasan earlier on in the day. Mr. Srinivasan, there have been cash recoveries in Chennai today. Lots of raids. Is this just the tip of the iceberg as far as match fixing in the IPL is concerned? See, we don't have the information that the new, that you have, uh, the networks have, or the police have. We will take stock of the situation. We have called an uh, emergent meeting of the working committee of the BCCI, which will be held day after tomorrow at Chennai. So we will. But as the Delhi police yesterday have said, they said that they arrested three players, who were the ones, uh, and they did not say that any more players were involved. But now. How many bookies are arrested, etc., that's an entirely different matter. But as far as the players are concerned, the Delhi police made it clear yesterday that they had, I mean, uh, it stopped at these no, three but players. Sir, but sir, tell me this, are you certain that there are no more players? What about the BCCI's own anti-corruption wing? Is it also your information that no further players are involved? You see, the BCCI's anti-corruption wing, we do not have the resources of a state. We do not have the resources of a government or a police uh, agency. We there are we function under certain limitations. But as far as the IPL is concerned, we engage the services of the ICC's anti-corruption unit. We are having a meeting of the uh, uh, working committee. We will go into all these aspects at the moment, and we will also hear from our own uh, anti-corruption unit on that day. So, we will wait to get all the information. I can't react, you know, as things are, you know, you are telling me that there is some news of some cash recovery. I have no personal knowledge of it because, you know, I have not seen anything Okay, yet. fair enough. You don't know what's happening because the, the, the raids which are happening you wouldn't know about. But Mr. Srinivasan, tell me this. Do you believe that the BCCI itself cannot do very much because there are links to the underworld, to Dubai and to Karachi. This is the D company which is involved. So essentially your own anti-corruption unit, this is far beyond their scope. 
See, our anti-corruption unit, apart from keeping, you know, uh, uh, this, uh, they are also involved in extensively educating the players. The ICC also has done it. They have all the teams before a match, whether it is an inter a bilateral or a World Cup match or a, a tournament like the IPL, all players, all teams are briefed. All the players are told that if any approach is made, please con in inform us also. So a lot of steps are being taken and a lot of protocols are in place. But if a, there is a bad egg and yes. if a player breaches that protocol, then it will only, you know, and, and something like this comes out, we will of course take very severe action. But Once Mr. the proof is there, we will act. Mr. But Shiriba, you must yes. dis distinguish us. We, we are not a law enforcement agency. But sir, uh, let's focus on Shishan. Do you believe that Shish Do you believe Shishan when he says that this is all a conspiracy and that he's entirely innocent? I cannot. We will follow our procedures. He has been. I mean, we have. He has been suspended. The next thing is that on the basis of uh, the information that we get from our own unit, the secretary will then possibly issue him a show cause notice if he is satisfied. He has to face a disciplinary inquiry. And at the end of it, at that, whatever is the conclusion, based on that, punishment, if necessary, will be meted out. If he is found guilty, certainly, 100%. But I cannot sit here in judgment without all facts with me. All I'm, all the BCCI has reacted to is the fact that the three players were arrested. We immediately suspended them. We will then go through our own protocols but of Mr. Uh, but uh, Mr. inquiry. Shishan's lawyer this morning has said that it's... And don't you think that this is somewhat curious? The Delhi police has not released any taped conversations or taped transcripts of conversations which Shishant had with bookies. So on the one hand, you have these very serious allegations against him, but no real evidence being produced by the police so far. Do you find this suspicious? Like I said, we need proof also. At this, you know, the three players have been convicted on the basis of the fact that they were arrested. They have rights also. So let us see, let, let the proof, I am not saying anything, all I am saying is, if there is even, if they are involved in anything like this, we will come down, you know, on them with like a ton of bricks, we but, will not spare them. Sir, how would you react to what Shishan's parents said yesterday? Uh, his family was saying that this conspiracy uh, is led by Dhoni with Harbhajan Singh as a participant to keep Shishan out of the team. And that this is ultimately where it's all ended up. So, a conspiracy of sorts. I mean, this is an accusation that they have made. They have to prove their accusations. I cannot react to it. But sir, let's focus a little bit more on what you were telling, uh, you know, what you were discussing earlier on the role of the BCCI's anti-corruption unit in educating players. So, the question which clearly emerges now is that there are players who may choose not to be educated. You can warn them as much as you want. They won't be warned. Do you believe that this reflects a failing in a sense of the BCCI's anti-corruption unit? Because these are players who according to the transcripts have very clear links with bookies. If they, what has happened is true and that they have actually indulged in this, it is a clear indication of greed and how vulnerable players are and how easily they get tempted into, into doing things that are wrong. All they were Ranji Trophy players and a test player. It is not as if they don't know the difference between right and wrong and what they should not be doing. So, if Mr. they Mr. still went ahead and did it, irrespective yeah. of the risks and the, and the challenge, then definitely the greed has taken over. The greed has taken over, but Mr. Srinivasan, the IPL brings so much money 
and for cricketers particularly as you said i mean as everybody knows a few years back players coming through the system never earned so much still at the end of the day would you agree that there is nothing that you can effectively do to counter the greed of individual players you can have systems but evidently people don't care about these systems we should not generalize we have seen that three people have fallen prey if true you see as far as i am concerned they have been arrested and the police are continuing their investigations we of course will do our own inquiry discipline inquiry but i can't generalize all i can see is in this case if in spite of the fact that they have been earning decent money they still went ahead then obviously it is greed isn't it but sir can the status of these matches which have been allegedly fixed should they be changed or altered because the reason i ask is because these are players in the rajasthan royals team who believe that they could have done better had they not been cheats alleged cheats on their side what about the teams who were playing against the rajasthan royals so what about the status of the matches which have happened apparently matches which were fixed should those matches be dropped fixed altered what there are allegations of some spot fixing that has been made by the police all these have to be substantiated and proved the players also have their rights at the same time i believe that the technical committee of the ipl has already seized of it and has taken a decision to to let the um, uh, record stay as they are for i mean i understand the meeting took place today and they've gone into the whole matter and on the basis of precedent on the basis of our own rules there is uh, and the fact that allegation has been made proof has not been done no no it has not yet been proved and i don't accept this comment that the match was fixed there is an allegation by the police that there was some spot fixing but sir which has to be proved also but mr shrinivasan in the context of a 20 over match can you explain to us the difference between match fixing and spot fixing because one over can actually change the course of a match quite easily in 2020 cricket the word spot fixing etc are all created these are all new terminologies which have come up all i am saying is there is an allegation there is a technical committee of the ipl which has gone into it and they have come to a conclusion which you know which i think they will uh, uh, in, in due course it will come out so this nothing has not been addressed after we have got this news yesterday that's all i'm trying to say all issues have been addressed mr shrinivasan being addressed have... and the bcci working committee is going to meet and during the course of that discussion they will decide upon future course of action but sir do you have any preliminary ideas of your own which you can share with us today on what the bcci should do to dissuade players in the future from being tempted by bookies because it seems too easy at this stage this is a this is a matter first which has to be discussed in the bcci working committee we will discuss it we will take stern acts stern steps and uh, we will also look at whether we have to improve any of our processes any of our regulations etc all this will be looked at sir last question the image of the ipl which is so important to the sport has taken a huge beating i'm sure you'll be the first person to accept that this is very unfortunate what would you tell people young cricketers out there watching this telecast who live for the ipl who want to be cricketers and are seeing their heroes being accused of cheating as far as the bcci is concerned i have already said yesterday in my press conference that we have zero tolerance towards any kind of corruption any kind of misdeed we will not sit quiet and allow this to happen and i want you know as far as the people are concerned as far as cricket lovers are concerned 
I don't think we should look at, I mean, this question of the credibility taking a hit, all are very strong statements. Here is a case where three cricketers have been accused. We will get to the bottom of it. It doesn't mean all the balanced cricketers no, also have not done, uh, have been improper. But That's it, a wrong, that is a wrong impression. But Mr. Srinivasan, according to you, the credibility of the IPL hasn't taken a hit. You, you, see, no one can deny what happened yesterday. Nobody can deny that three cricketers were arrested. But what is the impact of it? It is a question each person has to ask. You know, whether you are going to tarnish the whole of IPL or say, okay, let us see what happens out of this. No, but that sir, is all I am saying. So you don't accept the statement that the credibility of the IPL has been hit? There has been, you know, there has been some allegation of wrongdoing. We'll get to the bottom of it. Sir, last question. Have you spoken to the captain, Rahul Dravid, the captain of the Rajasthan Royals? What must be going on in the minds of one of Indian cricket's greatest sons? It is what will be going through all of our minds also. We are all shocked. We are all upset. And this is something which we never expected. I have not spoken to him yet, but I will in due course. All right, Mr. Srinivasan, thank you very much for speaking to NDTV. Did the police in Delhi get this one wrong? The suspected Hezbollah militant Liaquat Shah, who allegedly conspired to carry out terror attacks in Delhi before Holi, has been granted bail by court. 45-year-old Shah was arrested by the special cell of the Delhi police on the 20th of March. His arrest generated a controversy because the Jammu and Kashmir police insisted that he was one of those who had left the state in the 1990s and returned to India to surrender under the state's rehabilitation policy, while the Delhi police claimed to have recovered arms and explosives. The case is now being investigated by the National Investigating Agency. Court ne Liaquat Shah ko bail de di 20,000 ki. With condition condition that he will surrender his passport. He will surrender his passport. He will not leave the country without permission of the court. Uh, he will report to the police station twice a week. And uh, if he if he'll inform he will inform the court if he changes his address. NIA ki report ye aayi ke there is nothing there is nothing to connect the accused with the crime so far till date till date court ne observation diya hai ke jo recovery hui hai wo planted recovery hai wo kyunki jo recovery hui na to iski presence mein hui hai aur na hi wahan ye reh raha tha aur na hi iske instance pe hui hai na iske position pe hui hai to isliye section 27 of evidence act isse kahin connect nahi ho pata hai to wahan par hit hota hai to iske recovery iske upar nahi mani jayegi koi evidence nahi de paya iska तो जो हमारे जेएनडीके के जो सीएम साहब हैं उमर अब्दुल्ला साहब उन्होंने एक पॉलिसी निकाली थी कि जो हमारे जेएनडीके के मिलिटेंट बने हुए हैं पाकिस्तान में जाके बैठ गए हैं तो वो यहाँ पे आने चाहिए सिलेंडर करने चाहिए और अपने बीवी बच्चे के साथ रहने चाहिए तो जिस टाइम ये आए अब पहली पॉलिसी जब जब पॉलिसी ऐलान हुआ तो वहां से सबसे पहले लैकत अली शाह और उसके साथ और बंदे भी थे परिवार था वो लेके आ गए तो जब वो लेके आ गए तो यहाँ पहुंचे गोरखपुर में गोरखपुर में जब पहुंचे तो उन्होंने एकदम पुलिस ने पकड़ा और उसकी बीवी और बच्ची को भेज दिया कश्मीर बोलने लगे इनकी थोड़ी जांच लेनी है और सुबह इसको हम गाड़ी में बैठाएंगे कश्मीर को जाएगा तो सुबह जब वो वहां पे पुलिस ने शाम को छह बजे के टाइम न्यूज पे दे दिया कि उसके पास एक और सामान मिला तो जब सामान नहीं अब कवर हुआ ही नहीं है एक बंदा सामान लेके ही नहीं आया है तो उसमें सामान मिलने का क्या फायदा है मतलब क्या दिल्ली पुलिस ने फसाने की कोशिश आप दिल्ली पुलिस ने फसाने की कोशिश की थी तो बाकी फिर भी शुक्रगुजार से कोर्ट से जो हमारी रिहाई हुई है इसमें खुशी है 
Meanwhile, the Jammu and Kashmir Chief Minister Omar Abdullah has hailed Liaquat's bail as a big step. In a tweet, he said, I'm very glad that Liaquat Shah has been granted bail. While this is a big step in the right direction, I hope the National Investigating Agency's inquiry is finished soon. Time now for a short break. Up after that, a report on Amitabh Bachchan at the Cannes Film Festival. Welcome back. You're watching India Decides. Amitabh Bachchan is at the Cannes Film Festival in France. He, along with Leonardo DiCaprio, had declared the film festival open with the Big B speaking in Hindi. Bachchan had a special appearance in Baz Luhrmann's The Great Gatsby, a role that has been talked about as his big Hollywood debut. He spoke to NDTV's Nupur Tiwari about the Gatsby experience and walking the red carpet at Cannes. We saw your fans uh, here in Cannes who had been lining up. There were some people who had actually blocked spaces since 5 o'clock in the morning and everybody was just hanging around waiting to get a glimpse of you, step out onto that red carpet and you surprised them by talking in Hindi uh, when you opened the festival. So they were just ecstatic. But walking the red carpet, you know, often it's talked about as something which is just done, you know, for the glitter and glamour. How is it for you? Isn't it something more than just that? The amount of respect that is uh, meted out to all of us, uh, uh, wherever we go, uh, the kind of escorts we get, the kind of protocol that is observed. I think for this entire festival, the entire city is just uh, only conversant with what's happening to the uh, people that are attending Cannes and uh, uh, how to look after them, how to treat them. And I think it's such a wonderful gesture. Um, to have traffic stop for you when you're traveling in this huge convoy and to have uh, motorcycle escorts. Uh, this is just giving us a lot of dignity and uh, I'm just so impressed and uh, so humbled. Will you be also now venturing into other Hollywood films now that you've enjoyed this well, one so much? If, well, if there's something that uh, you know needs to be considered and, uh, and offered, uh, I'll certainly have a look at it. 